Hey, it's Jeffrey Craner, and I want to tell you, Welcome to Night Vale is on the road this winter and spring of 2024, and it's our newest live show called The Attic. So Cecil discovers slides from an old family road trip, which at first seems fun and joyful, but begin to change into something strange and dangerous. The show tells a tale of childhood memories warping through the lens of a cursed slide projection, a shape-shifting creepy doll, and of course, the totally normal dispatches from Nightville's community radio station. The show stars Cecil Baldwin, Symphony Sanders, me, and Disparition with original music performed live. We'll also have a musical guest with us for all shows because what is Nightville without its weather. We'll be in Europe in early March, Antwerp on the 2nd, Utrecht on March 3rd, Cologne on the 4th, Frankfurt and Berlin on the 6th and 7th of March, then London, Glasgow and Bristol March 9th, 10th and 11th, March 13th in Leeds, the 14th we're in Manchester, and finishing up on March 16th in Dublin. But if you're in the U.S. or Canada, come see our final shows of The Attic in April. We'll be in Toronto on April 1st, and St. Louis on the 3rd, Louisville on April 4th, Columbus April 5th, Pittsburgh April 6th, and April 7th we're in Jersey City, and we'll close out that tour on April 8th in Northampton, Mass. If you've not seen our live shows before, they're super fun. They're entirely original stories, never heard before on the podcast, and you don't need to be caught up on Night Vale at all. You don't even need to know what Night Vale is, so, I mean, you could bring your weird friend who doesn't listen to podcasts. They'll still have so much fun. Get dates, locations, and tickets for all of our remaining live shows of The Attic at welcometonightvale.com. Click on Live Shows. Go there now. While you're listening, you can multitask. welcometonightvale.com. Click on Live Shows. This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. See some evil? Hear some evil. Speak some evil. Welcome to Night Vale. Sorry to start the show off with such a minor issue, but the water here at the station is not working. I was trying to make coffee. I got out the filters, grabbed some whole beans from the larder, finally ground them using a hammer and hateful thoughts, and placed them one ground at a time into the coffee machine. But when I went to fill the carafe, there was no water. I turned the faucet handle and just heard a faint hiss. 45 minutes worth of coffee preparation for nothing. This also means the toilets aren't working. Fortunately, there's a huge ravine right next door to the station, so that's that taken care of. Honestly, I, I probably shouldn't lead off my show with a personal complaint about how there's no water, 
instead of an important news story like how there are suddenly two suns instead of one. But I can't help it. I just get all worked up about a lack of coffee. It's fine. I'll be fine. But yeah, there are definitely two suns now, and people are screaming in the streets. It's pretty apocalyptic out there, with buildings being burned down and cars wrecking into fire hydrants and people running in all directions, mouths agape, clutching their heads. So stay inside and avoid thinking too hard about the capriciousness of our only home, the indifferent universe. Let's have a look now at sports. Former Nightvale High School quarterback Michael Sandero had a fantastic freshman season at the University of Michigan. He won the Heisman Trophy, and his team made it to the national championship game. Unfortunately, they lost in overtime to Michigan. It was the first time in college football history that a team had to play against itself in the title game. Down by three points in overtime, Sandero threw a late interception, thus sealing his team's loss. Sitting dejected on the bench, their heads hung low and shoulders sagging under the weight of regret, Sandero and his teammates could only watch as the other Sandero and his teammates celebrated their victory over themselves. The winning Michigan team celebrated on the field until late into the night, everyone else having long since gone home and the lights turned out. Until a flock of starlings covered their cheering, dancing bodies and carried them all into the sky. Speaking through a Russian translator, the losing Sandero said, I do not know where I am. Where is Michigan? I am so confused right now. Who are you? Who are you? He was staring suspiciously at his own hands and crying. Better luck next year, Michael. You can do it. Many listeners have been wondering if I'll be taking time off work to go visit Carlos in his desert otherworld. Well, the answer is... maybe? I certainly would like to. I miss him so much, but first Carlos has to find the doorway between our worlds. Also, even trickier... I have to get vacation days approved by our station management, which is not easy. I filled out the special form to request days off, which includes writing a 2,500-word description of what I will be doing with my time away from work. It had to be exactly 2,500 words. And I'm not sure if hyphenated words count as one or two. Anyway, I submitted my form last Wednesday by going to station management's office door. 
genuflecting, and reciting the pledge of employee fealty, which is several minutes long. I was actually blocking the only path to the kitchen, so by the time I finished, there was a long line of co-workers waiting on me. All of them, at some point, have gone through this same emotionally devastating process when they wanted to visit a new nephew or go on a honeymoon or something. So, they were understanding. But I chose to do this around noon, so they were also mostly hungry and frustrated. Once I finished the pledge, I dropped the form into the drop box, which then glowed red and puffed out dark smoke. When I got back to my desk area, all of my belongings were gone, and there was just an open pit, a hole that seemed to go on into eternity, and knowing management, it likely does. So the request was definitely received, and we'll see what they come back with. Oh! Oh dear. Station management sounds upset. I, 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 I don't know if, if it's because I'm talking about them on the air, or if they're just now finding out that the toilets aren't working. Um, either way, uh, let's, let's move on. Uh, speaking of the water, <clears throat> all of the taps in our building are blowing a cool, dry air that smells of toasted walnuts, maybe. Or, no, no, like French toast. Either way, it's pleasant. We've tried to turn off the faucets, but the handles just spin loosely and have seemingly no effect on the smell. We tried calling the plumber, but they just screamed something about there being four sons. Four sons! They howled into the phone before muttering for a while about nothing being as it seems. We've been duped by God, all is lost, blah, blah, something, something, living nightmares. So, I guess we're going to have to contact the water department directly about this issue. Oh, also, I should have mentioned earlier, the two sons have now doubled to four sons. There are now four sons in the sky. So, that's awful. But listen, better than no sun, right? Man, days with no sun are just the worst. You know what's not the worst? The sponsor of today's show. Our program is brought to you today by Chevrolet and their new line of all-electric vehicles. These vehicles are made entirely of electricity. You already own one. There's a Chevrolet inside your home's wiring this very moment. Your microwave, your television. You will have to harness that power 
and learn to turn pure electricity into matter, and then that matter into an operational vehicle, and then figure out how to operate that vehicle. But it's all there, right now, in your home. In fact, since you already have the car, don't you think you should have paid for it? Don't you think you owe Chevrolet for the car you have? That's how the world works. There are no free cars, pal. Nope. Please send $45,000 to Chevrolet right now. Or return the vehicle. You either pay the money or return the car. One or the other. That's only fair, right? Chevrolet. We're trying to be reasonable here. Local television station Channel 6 has come under fire recently for their decision to start broadcasting into viewers' homes whether viewers want to watch Channel 6 or not. Many residents have written to their government representatives saying it must violate some law for a television news station to broadcast straight into people's homes without the residents even turning on their televisions. It must be a violation of privacy laws, right? These letters often read, Surely the government must step in to stop this. The letters usually conclude. We hear your concerns, but the government cannot stop this. The reply always says. The local television news station is controlled and managed by the government. And it is wonderful to be able to reach everyone in town at every point of the day with important news. The letter always continues. Like, let's say there's a tornado. A rare event here in the desert, to be sure, but let's just say. The letter always supposes. How would you know how to protect yourself from such a danger if there were no government-controlled television station that could turn on in your home and shout terse, esoteric orders in a foreign language? Let's say Russian. It doesn't have to be Russian as slow-motion footage of salamanders running out of a rotting log plays. How would you know? The letter challenges. You wouldn't, the letter declares. Maybe it's not an emergency, the letter concedes. Maybe we just have something really exciting to tell you. Maybe we got a new stand mixer and we want you to see it. Or maybe we're feeling sad and we just want to read you some poems we wrote. So, as you can see, the trustworthy local television news station must retain its powers. The letter always concludes. 
these powers help us care for you, citizen. The letter is always signed Nightvale City Council. Those words are written in script dozens of times on top of itself, as if every member of the city council signed it in a single moment in a single space, without regard for physics or linear time. Listeners, the unrelenting smell coming from the faucets is too much. Everyone in the office is salivating because of the delicious stench of French toast. It's impossible to work in this environment, and, oh, also because of the whole ravine thing. I'm calling the water department right now. This is ridiculous. Plus, we're all getting woozy and starting to lose our senses of sight, touch, and longing. Hello, and welcome to the City of Night Vale, Department of Water, Customer Service Line. Para continuar en español, oprima el uno. Para continuar en español doble, oprima el uno dos veces. To give praise to the mighty glow cloud, press 3. To continue in English, press 4. There we go. If you are Illuminati, press... Thank you. Do you have questions about or want to pay your bill? Press 1. Are you changing address? Press 2. Do you no longer believe in the existence of water? Press 3. have my doubts. Are you confused as to the difference between water and sugary sodas? Press 4. Do you like cabbage? Press 5. Would you like to report a problem with your service? Press 6. If you are experiencing an emergency, please hang up and scream, Help! Police! into any one of the many hidden monitoring devices in your home. If you're not sure where the hidden devices in your home are, try calling for help into a doorknob, any large vases, a ceiling fan, any random microphone sticking out of your wall that you don't recognize, or an elderly pet. If you undervalue your own life and the lives of others so much that you feel this could not possibly be an emergency, press the Not an Emergency button. I'm sorry to hear you are having a problem with your service. If you have low or no water pressure, press 1. If you have a leak, press 2. If you tried calling once before for emergency help only to find yourself serving a prison sentence for misuse of emergency services and now you are calling to argue semantics with a representative about our lack of definition of what constitutes an emergency, press 3. If your water has a strange color or odor, press 4. That could be. If something that is clearly not water and smells like a tasty breakfast food is hissing out of your faucets and causing you to stand on your chair like there's a mouse in the room, even though there's really no escape from what very well may be a poisonous gas of some sort, and honestly you can't fathom why you jumped onto this chair at all, but it somehow makes you feel better, press 5. That's it. If you are afraid of knives, please wait while we transfer you to a customer service representative. Oh, oh dear. Oh, I can't... I can't wait much longer. I'm feeling... lightheaded. Please, 
Hurry. Please. Please. Hurry. We are experiencing a heavier-than-usual call volume. Current wait time to speak to a service representative is... Four minutes. Sadly, a lot can go wrong in... Four minutes. But that's just how it is. Thank you for your... Patience. You know there are... Super volcanoes. That to explode any day now, right? Existence is so incomprehensibly... Fragile. And... Cruel. Please continue to hold.
Hello, this is Lacey with the Department of Water. Are you still on the line? Hello? Thank you for contacting the Department of Water. I'm sorry about the interruption of your service. What is... what is happening? An intense period of multiple suns this afternoon affected our communication system. In the aftermath, it looks like our computers shut off your water and started releasing carbon monoxide into your pipes. That should only happen to customers who are more than 60 days behind on payments, and your account appears to be fully paid, so we apologize for the error. Your water has been turned back on. Please open all windows to allow the punitive gases to dissipate. Why does it smell like French toast? I bet you're wondering why our carbon monoxide smells like French toast. Yeah. It's because French toast is pleasant and carbon monoxide is not. We here at the Department of Water think, why not make unenjoyable things just a bit more enjoyable? Well, that's very thoughtful. It is very thoughtful. I'm very thoughtful. Is there anything else I can help you with today? Mm, no. Okay, thank you. Then goodbye, Mr. Palmer. Oh, thank you. Actually, I'm sorry, but I just have to say something. It's kind of unprofessional, I know. But I just wanted to say that I know who you are. And thank you. Oh, well, thank you. I love hearing from fans, and I'm glad you like the radio show. Keep listening. What? No. Not because you're on the radio. You're not the only one who cares about her, you know. I'm, I'm sorry, her? I, I don't know who you're talking about. Fine. Don't take a compliment. Not everyone's as thoughtful as me. Bye. Okay. Uh, goodbye. Listeners, I have brought you a subpar show today. I failed to report on the multiple suns that cluttered our sky and sent waves of destructive panic throughout our community because I was too consumed with my own personal issues. I apologize for this. And, for what it's worth, some vigilantes with hunting rifles shot the extra suns down, so we're back to having just one sun. Although, the one remaining sun is currently setting in the north. So, we'll see how that goes. Our town is no longer consumed by weak and terrified humans rioting in the streets. Our town has returned to its normal state of weak and terrified humans huddling quietly at home. I've been so preoccupied with not just the water outage, but also getting vacation time so I can see Carlos again that I haven't been 100% focused on my duties as your community radio host. For this, I am sorry. I will try harder. I will report better. I will be the radio host you have counted on for, um, well, for however long it's been. Oh, how long has it been? Time, right? Oh, you're still on the line. Yep. Thanks again. Thanks for what? Oh, never mind, jerk. Stay tuned next for Time Moving Faster 
faster than it seems, faster and faster, until it disintegrates into stardust. Wow, that actually sounds fun. Good night, Lazy. And good night, Night Vale. Good night. Good night. Welcome to Night Vale is a production of Commonplace Books. It is written by Joseph Fink and Jeffrey Craner and produced by Joseph Fink. The voice of Night Vale is Cecil Baldwin. The voices of the automated phone line were Erica Livingston and Christopher Lore. The voice of Lacey was Flora Delise Perez. Original music by Disparition. All of it can be found at disparition.info or at disparition.bandcamp.com. This episode's hold music was Just Like My Heart by Faultlines. Find out more at wearefaultlines.com. Comments, questions, email us at nightvale at commonplacebooks.com or follow us on Twitter at Nightvale Radio. Check out welcometonightvale.com for more information on this show as well as all sorts of cool Nightvale stuff you can own. And while you're there, consider clicking the donate link. That'd be cool of you. Today's proverb, the reason we say bless you after someone sneezes is because we know they will die someday. From the creators of Welcome to Night Vale, Alice Isn't Dead, and within The Wires comes a new Audible original, Unlicensed. In the outskirts of Los Angeles, where the cul-de-sacs and strip malls sprawl into the desert, two unlicensed private investigators scrape by on whatever small cases come their way. But when a teenage girl pleads for them to take the strangest case of their career, this unlikely pair, with no resources and no backup, will follow a trail of seemingly unconnected cases, which will lead them to a ransom a murder, a mysterious wellness center, and a conspiracy that might go all the way to the governor. It's important to catch small fires early. They don't stay small for long. Unlicensed. Available now at audible.com slash unlicensed.